from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Live from America. Happy Friday. I am your ever so humble, God fearing, but God loving host from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. Jeremy Harrell, the hip hop patriot, and I gotta say, folks, it is good to take off those blue light glasses and put on my sunglasses once in a while. The headaches and the migraines have completely stopped, so I can only attribute it to wearing those throughout the day, researching, looking at screens, but sometimes we just gotta put on the good old red, white, and blue, the old glory sunglasses, you know what I mean? So thank you very much for giving me your loyalty, your dedication, and your time of your day to watch this crazy, amazing show that we have built to what it is today, from the backyard to what it is today and beyond. So thank you all very much. I want to go to social media right now and one of my favorite platforms, Rumble, and start doing some live shout-outs. I know we got the one and only infamous folks. Corn Pop is in the building. Thank you very much, Corn Pop, for always gracing us with your presence. I mean, you know coming out of the basement and everything that's a lot for you brent abrams says jeremy give me a shout out i've never got one from pa shout out to you brent lisa good morning corn pop is here till 11 45 won't be able to make it amanda pels from uh she says good morning lfa family we've got francis from fort worth texas throwing up a bunch of hearts and uh heart emojis and american flag emojis right back at you we've got lance washing watching from the great state of michigan we got a lot to talk about uh when it as it pertains to michigan Today, Anita and six-year-old Brienne watching from Pennsylvania. Good to see you. Becky in, uh, from North Carolina is in the house. So thank you very much, Becky. I appreciate you watching. Please, folks, do me a favor and share the you-know-what out of this. We'll just use the word crap. Share the crap out of this. Get this out there. Let's get as many. We Sometimes we have 7,000 people watching live on Rumble. So let's uh, let's do what we can to get those numbers in that, in that uh, stratosphere, shall we? Thanks to, uh, for the Telegram reminder, says Amy. You're very welcome. I tried to actually share it on um, the Getter account, and right as soon as I tried, it says you've been logged out due to invalid something, so who knows what's going on there. Maybe it got hacked. Who knows? Um, so we've got Deb Washington. Uh, good morning from Everett, Washington, says Deb, and uh, Adam McPhee from California said, woke up late. Good morning. That's right. It is about three hours difference, isn't it? Let's shoot over to YouTube because we've got Thomas Hemmaker, who is a loyal loyal viewer of the show watching, so thank you very much. Good morning, everybody. Who needs prayers? Get my attention. He's ready to pray for you. Sarah and Chris, uh, Coastal Classic, says, I get, an, I get notifications from your Instagram. That's because I send out a mass Instagram invite as well. Kelly Bruno from STL, I would assume that means St. Louis, the show me state. How are you doing, Kelly? Good to see you, and thank you very much for watching. And for all those who are watching on YouTube, there's reasons you're watching on YouTube. It's not because you like YouTube. It's because it's easy, it's either easier for you to comment or easier for you to get because sometimes Rumble just doesn't work for everybody. Becky Adams also watching on YouTube and Elizabeth Chuckleberries watching from Nevada. You know what one thing that I've noticed that which is a reoccurring theme uh, with all your f- comments is the fact that you guys really really enjoy this live from America family. I mean, you, you look, read through the comments, and there's very, very rarely a mean person or a troll in the comment threads. 99.9% of the comments that happen in these threads on social media anyway, I know there's no, I know there's no you know, 
comment thread on on digital TV or podcasting, but on social media, you guys are so very kind to each other. You guys reach out for each other. You lean on each other. You've become friends. You've become more than friends. You've become family, and it is a wonderful, amazing thing to see. So thank you guys very much for keeping it real and keeping it uh, keeping it godly in the comments. You guys are the reason for the success of this show, and I am just a conduit for God and for you, and to say what you feel, and to say what God wants me to, and and and, and Follow that path, that path that God wants me to follow. And as long as I continue to do that, this show will continue to be a success. And again, it's not my show, it's our show. Farm Girl 5 says, might want to try that again, Jay Fish. Shout out to you. <laughs> I don't know who she's talking about. And Maverick says, I love your show. I always look forward to both your shows every day. Well, you're going to be a little upset today because we're not doing two shows today. Um, I'm actually going to be off this afternoon because I have a ton of things that need attention. I have a, I have a meeting this afternoon at about 1.30, and then I have another meeting to see a new building or a new space for a new studio um, a little bit after that, and then I have something to do with my kids' events tonight. I missed their soccer game last night, so I don't want to miss their stuff tonight. I just literally have no time to put together a show and do a show this Friday afternoon, so I apologize for that. Please let everybody know, and I will do a reminder video, a quick video, um, probably around 4.30 this afternoon, and put it up on the page, and I, and I appreciate you guys giving me that leniency. There's just some things that I really need to take care of, both for the business and for family. I'd also like to thank Heidi Huffman. Heidi, I got your letter. Very, very, very wonderful things that you said about the show. Thank you so very much. Also got your donation, and I appreciate that. And Christine McIntyre, I also wanted to let you know that I got your um, pat your uh, envelope in the mail with your donation in it as well. But folks, we need to ask for some prayers for some of our Live from America family members right now. So the first one uh, is Sean Fintech. Now, I do not want to get very personal about what Sean messaged me about. It, I will say it pertains to his son, and it pertains to some very, very evil, terrible, and inappropriate things that happened to his son. And he, as a father right now, is struggling very, very hard with what to do and what not to do. First of all, Sean, I'd like to tell you this. I'd like to tell you this, Sean. Uh, stay leaning on God. Stay looking towards God for what you should do, and don't do anything that's ungodly. I know that's hard, especially in the situation that you're in right now, and I can't promise you that I would do the same, but that's what we're here to do. We're here to balance each other out when we're in our right state of mind and when and when others are not in the right state of mind. And what happened to your son, sir, I, I can tell you that I don't think I'd be in the right state of mind either, which is why I would need my Life from America family and Jesus. So, uh, Sean, we will uh, pray for you. Please, everybody, keep Sean Fintech in your prayers. Keep your fam- his family in your prayers. They need everything they can get right now with what they're going through. So, Sean, love you, brother. I know you've been here since the very beginning. You've been here since the backyard, since the ranting in the backyard. So, please, folks, please keep Sean in your prayers. Also, I would like uh, us to pray for Josh Stevens. Now, Josh did not give me the name, at least of, by the time I got on, the, on on air today. He did not give me the name of the person that we need to pray for, but he has an associate who's going through some very personal things right now. So as long as we can keep Sean Fintech and Josh Stevens in our prayers for the people that they love, for the people that are dear and near to them, then folks, I think that we can make a difference. And, um, you know, that's that's the power of this show. The power of this show is in the people. The power is always with the people. And these people just happen to be brothers and sisters in Christ. So when we pray, things happen. Mountains move, folks. 
Okay? Um, so please, pray for Sean. Pray for Josh. We love you both. Uh, and anything that you need, please reach out to me. I might not be able to answer quickly, but I will answer sooner or later. And, and especially if you continue to uh, message me in the platforms that you have been, I'll at least see them um, at that time. So um, other, another thing I'd like to do is I'd like to read something to you that was sent to me yesterday that really, really made me feel wonderful. Now, you guys know that there's a lot of kids who watch Live from America. Okay, this is a clean show. This is a show that preaches the gospel. It's a positive show, and there's a lot of children and a lot of parents who allow their children to watch the show for a lot of the reason, a lot of reasons. We also have a lot of kids who come out to our live events when we're on the Save America Freedom Tour, and we highlight those children. We give them flags. We let them be on TV. We let them talk because we want them to feel like like they're a part of something, and they are a part of something. They're the future of our nation. For for, for crying out loud. So I want to read something to you that just blew my mind yesterday. And this comes from a friend of mine named Matt on Instagram who watches the show. He said, great show, my friend. I was able to get home early enough to put you on my airplay. My 13-year-old son, check this out, this is incredible, decided he would rather listen to what you had to say versus play on his Xbox. He said, this is huge, Y-U-G-E, capital for him. So I would only imagine... Having a 14 and a 13 year old and knowing how much they like to play on video games, watch TV and stay inside as compared to what we used to do, we wanted to be outside. Kids today want to be inside, they want to be in front of screens. So I know how big of a deal it is to pry them away from that screen and I know how much of a bigger deal it is for them to willingly walk away from that screen. You know what I'm saying? So he said that he chose, his 13-year-old son chose to watch Live from America versus play the Xbox. Truly incredible, folks. Truly incredible. I said, wow, really? He said, yes. He's always been a Trump supporter, but tries to stay away from politics. I happened to be catching up on a show the other day, and on our way to the ball game, he had many questions and was fully engaged in your show. He saw me put your show on today. He got a smile on his face, and he sat right down next to me and started watching that. Folks, that is the power of this show, and it's not me. The kid probably doesn't care one way or another about me. It's the message that's coming through. It's the conduit that God has put me in a position to be in order to get this message, to get this positivity, and ultimately to get the gospel out. And, and when I seen that, folks, that right there was, it put a smile on my face. It put a smile on my face. So, you know, thank you very much for sharing that story with me, Matt. And uh, Farm Girl uh, 5 says, kid recognizes, the kid recognizes and seek honesty. That's right. They do. Kids are so pure and so innocent uh, that they, they're not tainted like we are yet. And they see the goodness in things. And they, see the, 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 um, they have a, uh, an imagination that we just don't have anymore. Um, Casey Maga says, I have a PS4. Sometimes I play a lot. Uh, sometimes I don't. I practice my guitar. I, hey, look, I grew up in the video game era. I have a PS4 too. I love to sit down and play it once in a while. But as as this life of America has grown and as you know my fatherhood duties uh, grew, I just I don't have enough time to do that stuff anymore. You know what I mean? I'd love to. I'd love to, but just don't have the time anymore. So I get it. I get it. Jay Jenna uh, says that the the 13-year-old is going to be a truly truly contributing member of society. I agree. I agree. So anyway, folks, 
that it just, I, I like to highlight some of these things. I like to highlight the letters that you guys send me when I can and when they're not too personal. I like to ask for prayers for the people that ask uh, for them. And I like to uh, just, you know, be human. We're all human here. You know what I mean? It's, it's very easy to be wrapped up in doing a show and be just show, 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 show. But we got to show our human side once in a while because God created us and we are the most incredible creation ever created by God. We are his masterpiece, and it's time to let that shine through sometimes. All right, folks, speaking of shining through, let's get right to the verse of the day today. And I got to tell you something before I read this verse of the day to you. Um, It seems when I put out verses that are motivating, you know, okay, let's, let me, let me rephrase this real quick. Joel Olstein. A lot of people have a lot of good things to say about him, and a lot of people have a lot of bad things to say about him. I'm not going to talk about either one of those things. What I will say is that Joel does a lot of motivational speaking, right, using the backbone of the Bible. He'll re- he'll re- uh, he'll resort back to some to, uh, some scriptures during his uh, during his um, his sermons or whatever you want to call them. But he's a very motivational speaker. That's why he has a lot of people who go and listen to him and listen to his XM and, and read his books and go to his mega church and all that. Now, if Joel was to actually preach the hard truth sometimes of the gospel, he probably would not have the large crowd that he has. Why? Because when you, when you preach the gospel, when you speak the hard truths of the gospel, it turns a lot of people off because it turns a mirror on a lot of people and they don't like to see that. Heck, it turns a mirror on myself when I read it, which is why I want to put it out there, okay? So, um, it, if you notice, when I, when I put out a motivational uh, verse, it, it's, it's, it's very fun, it's very lighthearted, and it makes us all feel good. But sometimes, I put out a very, very hard truth portion of the gospel, and it turns a lot of people away because they don't want to hear that stuff. That's why I said, people don't care that you're a Christian, they care when you speak the gospel, Okay, well, today, folks, is one of those days where I had to put out some hard truth, and it's directly related to the San Francisco men's, gay men's choir video that we had to suffer through. Now, whether you like people like Joel Osteen or whether you don't, I think they all have a good heart and good intentions. Again, you sometimes you need to preach the hard truth, and this is where I think the church is getting it wrong in 2021, okay? Please share the video while I read from today's verse of the day. And it's from 1 Corinthians 6, 18 through 20. Okay? 1 Corinthians 6, 18 through 20. And it says this. Flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside the body, but he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own. For you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Okay, now when you read that, you could, there's a thousand things that could apply to that. You know what I mean? Like the food that we eat, the preservatives that we put in our body. Some people smoke cigarettes, some people drink, I get, I get it. But this verse is specifically talking about sexual immorality. So let me read to you what I wrote about that. And again, this is going to turn a lot of people off. There's, it's going to turn a lot of, uh, of Christians who happen to be gay off. But I'm, I want you to really listen to what I wrote about this verse, okay? Here we go. Okay, there's a lot to cover here. Before I break this down, please understand that I am not attacking anyone here. 
I am no judge, and I am no jury. I have also committed all kinds of sexual immorality acts. Lust has always been and continues to be the devil that is at my own heels. Up until meeting my wife, I slept around a lot outside of marriage. And still, those lustful thoughts try to creep into my head. So before I even move on with this, I want to let you know, I'm no saint. I'm no saint. And just because I did bad things in the past and don't do them now and try to preach not to do them doesn't make me a hypocrite. It makes me saved. Okay? Let me move on. I have learned how to stop those thoughts now, and it feels good. Now, the reason for this verse is because of the San Francisco men's gay choir that we have all heard by now. Whether you like it or whether you don't, homosexuality is another form of sexual immorality, according to the Bible. That doesn't mean that we are better than people with that lifestyle, and in no way should we hate people because of it. However, we are not to be lukewarm Christians. We are to spread the gospel and pray that God does his work behind the scenes. The problem here is the demonizing from the LGBTQ community, as well as the state and federal government, as well as most of society and all of the entertainment world, that is thrown at us Christians. Literally rubbing it in our faces and threatening our way of life and our children with indoctrination to get them away from the word of God. Misery loves company, right? Imagine if the oppressed, and I'm putting that in quotation marks because I really believe that <laughs> this is a crazy thought here that, 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 that people have when they say this. Imagine if the oppressed gay people who live in the United States of America were to make that song that they made and direct it towards the Islamic community, threatening to come after their children. Imagine if the San Francisco choir went to a Muslim country and tried to sing that song and do a tour and a marketing campaign to force them into accepting homosexuality as their new way of life and turning to that lifestyle. They would be killed faster than they could say the word children. But they are oppressed here, right? Christianity is under a full-blown attack worldwide right now. Churches are being burned in Canada, Africa, and many other countries. Pastors are being locked up for preaching the gospel and the LGBTQ community, with the help of the government, has waged a full war against Christian Christians to destroy our faith and the very word of Jesus Christ. I don't blame them, though. A criminal doesn't like to be around cops, neither. Think about that. They want it gone because it's a constant reminder of the sins they are committing. Like I said yesterday, the commandments are a moral mirror, and the only way they and other sinners, which we all are, will feel better about what they are doing is to get rid of the law that is staring them in their face every day. The church needs to stop worrying. Now, this is the part that I really want you to listen to, because I, I you know what, as a, I'm, I'm a relatively new Christian. I get it, 2016. A lot of you are like, you're just a new Christian. You don't know this and you don't know that. I would argue the opposite. I would argue the fact that I'm not tainted and I see what is going on in a more clear, uh, with more clear vision. But that's, that's just my own opinion. Check this out. The church needs to get off the fence they have been sitting on and stand up for the word of God. That doesn't mean insulting someone's choice of life. It means standing up for what they are trying to do to us and the words of Jesus Christ. Today's church reminds me of the rhinos in Washington, too afraid to do what's right for fear of 
everything. Time to take a stand. See you all at 11 a.m. That is what I wrote today. And I truly believe that churches are sitting on a fence. I truly believe that. I truly believe that they are sitting on a fence. They're afraid to lose their tax-exempt uh, uh, status. They're afraid to be called racist. They're afraid to be called homophobes. They're throwing up LGBTQ flags on their church to show that they are accepting of everybody. But that goes without saying. That's what church is. That's what the Word of God is, accepting of everybody, but not to be a lukewarm Christian and to preach the gospel, not only to others, but to yourself every day. None of us are perfect. All of us are sinners, period. None of us are better than anybody else, but that doesn't stop us from doing what Jesus told us to do and preach the gospel, no matter how hard it is to hear. No matter how hard it is to hear. So these churches need to start standing up, and they need to start standing up for the people's rights of this country, or else they're all going to be gone real soon. Real soon. And that is the verse of the day today. Let's go ahead, uh, folks, and say the Lord's Prayer together. Please say it out loud since we're only going to get one chance, at least together, to say it today. Make sure everybody hears it. I want all the businesses that are on this floor in this building to all hear the Lord's Prayer. Are you ready? Let's say it together, folks. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Let me read a little bit of uh, comments here. Jeremy, you are so right. A few churches I know have uh, been conforming to the big to the world big time. Exactly. You don't have to go to church. You can practice your religion at home. Church is just a building. Well, you're right and you're wrong. You're right and you're wrong. Church isn't a building. You are 100% right. Church is right here. But the word church means to gather. And God wants us to gather. Where there are two or more, God wants fellowship. So it's all rolled into one, is the way I look at it. And I don't mean to say you're wrong as, I'm right, you're wrong. I just know that God wants us to gather as a people. People are saying, thank you for telling the truth. Um... Hi, Jeremy. Deb Yoakum in the house. I love you, Deb. Tennessee, hello, Patriots. Cannot type much, but no, I am following and praying for all. Even God sent his people into physical battle. That's right. And uh, a lot of people are talking about Pastor Greg Locke because he's got a lot of, uh, he stands up too. And look at him. He is on fire right now. You're 100% right. You are 100% right. All right, folks. We are going to get to the first and foremost section of today. So all those who are watching on digital TV, social media platforms, and podcast platforms, are you ready? Well, folks, I got a heck of a show lined up for you today since it's only going to be one show. So let's get ready to rumble. The destruction of our God-given freedoms is under full attack, much like the Christianity that I just spoke about right in Michigan, folks. Michigan may be the most corrupt state in the nation behind California in New York. Maybe even, excuse me, maybe even more corrupt than Georgia. Okay? Maybe even more corrupt than Georgia. And I feel so sorry for the wonderful God-fearing patriots, the wonderful Michiganders that I met when I was in Michigan, and the ones that I didn't have a chance to meet from the Upper Peninsula all the way down to Southern Michigan. Folks, I know you're hurting. I know you're hurting. And I know you've had... um, You've had the GOP turn their backs on you in Michigan. So we're going to call a couple of them today. We're going to call a couple of them today. 
Matter of fact, here's why we're going to call a couple of them today. Because the Michigan Attorney General, Dana Nessel, boo, Nessel and Whitless, boo, those two women have, have, have single-handedly, as a, as a team, I should say, has, as a team, have destroyed your state. Have destroyed your state, destroyed your businesses, destroyed your homes, destroyed your savings, and destroyed your hope. I get it, 100%. I literally looked at so many Michiganders while I was there in the eye and felt the pain. Felt the pain coming from their soul because of how different Michigan looks today than it did 20 years ago. Okay? And there's a lot of Michiganders who watch this show. I, I, I bet there's a thousand of the, of the 6,000 people that are watching combined right now. I bet a thousand of you are from Michigan. I'm not going to lie. So, the Attorney General, Dana Nessel, announced this week that her department, she's an Attorney General, will now go after those who made false claims about the 2020 presidential election. And the department's investigation entirely stems from Michigan's very own Rhino State Senators, Ed McBroom and Mike Shirky, who have been championing the efforts of of the corrupt Democrat Attorney General herself. So think about what's going on here, folks. Think about all of the all of the illegal acts and the draconian, totalitarian, ridiculous dictatorship acts that are coming from the Michigan state government right now. You have your Michigan Rhino state senators who are who put together an entire briefing that there was no fraud in the election of 2020, even though we proved just in Antrim County how much fraud there was. But oh, look the other way. So they did, they did a report. They did a state senate report saying that there was absolutely zero, absolutely zero, ladies and gentlemen, fraud that went on in the Michigan 2020 election. So the attorney general took that report from your own Republican uh, state senators and because of that report has put together a task force to investigate anybody who made claims in Michigan that the 2020 election was fraudulent. And they're going to bring charges on those people. What happened to freedom of speech, folks? Piece by piece, they took everything away. And look what they're trying to do now. Do not let them do this. In Michigan, please, from the UP to the southern portion of Michigan, from the right to the left, do not let them do this. Because if they get away with it in Michigan, they're going to do it in every other blue state. And they're going to start locking people up illegally like they're doing in Washington, D.C. right now. It is sick. It is disgusting. And it is about time that you in Michigan and me in New Hampshire and everybody in this country who still has a half a brain and some kind of common sense says enough is enough. Stop coming after my kids. Stop coming into my door, um, knocking on it, seeing if you can jab me with stuff. Stop taking away my my, uh, First Amendment right because the Second Amendment protects my First Amendment and I am sick and tired of this government in the United States thinking that they own, run, or even in, in some way can tell us what to do and can control us. Not happening anymore. I am so sick and tired of this crap. Like, where do the, who do these people think they are? Who do you think you are? Like Becerra yesterday saying, well, you know, we try to give the people as many freedoms as possible. Shut your mouth. You don't give us our freedoms. How many times are we going to have to tell you that before we show you that? How many times? So, ladies and gentlemen, I thought today would be a great day to go ahead and call the office of Ed McBroom, and Mike Shirky, both state senators. So let's go ahead and do that now. I guarantee you we won't get anybody. 
But let's call them and let them know that their days in the Senate are numbered and the entire world is watching what these scumbag rhinos do. All right, so here's your phone numbers. Are you guys ready? Everybody who's in the chat, who's, who's successfully chatting, both on YouTube and on Rumble, please listen to these numbers that I'm about to give you and put them in the chat so everybody has them. And if you need a pen or a pencil, now is your time to get one because I'm going to tell you these numbers. And you know what to do after that. State Senator Ed McBroom, 1-517-373-7840. Again, 517-373-7840. Here we go. See what they say. after the tone. When you've finished, you can hang up or press 1 for more options. Hello, Senator Ed McBroom, or whoever is, you know, monitoring these voicemails. My name is Jeremy Harrell, run a show called Live from America, an affiliate of Real America's Voice News. We're calling to get a statement from Senator Ed McBroom himself, preferably not an assistant or somebody to just pass this off to, but we would love to have an interview and at least a statement from Senator Ed McBroom on why he is working so hard with the Democrats of Michigan to pull the cover over everybody's eyes when it comes to election fraud of 2020 in the presidential election in the state of Michigan. Because of the report that Senator Ed McBroom and Senator Shirky put together, the district attorney in your state is now actively investigating people who make fraudulent, quote fraudulent, election fraud claims as it pertains to November 3rd. That is illegal. Where are you? Why are you not standing up? And why in your report did you say nothing about the 60% error rate that was found in Antrim County, the boarded up windows at election polling sites, and the hundreds of thousands of ballots that were trucked in to different precincts at 2, 3, 4, and 5 in the morning. We would like you to address why you said unequivocally that there was no election fraud, and we'd like to also let you know that all eyes are on you. All eyes are on you in Michigan, and no amount of cheating will ever give you power ever again. You are somewhat of a disgrace, and I highly suggest that you try anything to clear your name and start working for the people that voted you in. Sir, God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you. Okay, so we didn't get nobody there, and I highly doubt we'll get anybody with Ed Shirky's office, but again, I'm going to give you Ed Shirky's number right now, and that is 1-517-373-5932. Again, 517-373-5932. Three, two, and this is State Senator Mike Shirky. Now, let's call him. Hello, 
Cowards. Nobody answers these days. Cowards. Hi, this is Mike Shirky. I want to thank you for calling your state senate office. Sorry, we can't take a call right now. Please leave a brief message, and we'll get back with you just as soon as possible. Have a great day. Record your message after the tone. When you've finished, you can hang up or press 1 for more options. Hello, Senator Mike Shirky. My name is Jeremy Harrell. I'm a host of a show called Live from America, an affiliate of Real America's Voice News. And I have you on the air right now, actually, because we were hoping to get a statement from you as to why your report says that there was no fraud in the 2020 election. And because of that report, now the uh, Attorney General, Dana Nessel there, is putting together an investigative task force team in order to investigate anybody who made, quote, fraudulent claims about the 2020 election. Sir, I understand your position. I understand that you're stuck between a rock and a hard place, and it is very hard to be a true blue, red, white, and blue blooded American who actually honors your constituents' wishes when it comes to what you should vote for. I also understand what it is to be a rhino. Sir, the entire world and the entire state of Michigan thinks that that's exactly what you are right now. Working with Senator Ed McBroom to work with Governor Whitmore and to work with the Attorney General there to go after people who have fraudulent, quote, fraudulent claims of the election is just wrong, sir. Especially when we already know that Matt DiPerno already proved that there was a 60% error rate in the machines in Antrim County. We know that Republicans were kicked out of polling sites. I mean, out of of poll watch sites, and we also know that uh, thousands, tens of thousands of ballots came in at 2, 3, and 4 in the morning in the dark of night in cargo vans and in cars, okay? We know all of this, and because of all of this, we want you to know that our eyes are all on you, and unless you stop being a rhino, you will never be able to cheat on the scale that happened again in the state of Michigan in 2020, and your career as a state senator, or anything else that has to do with any kind of public election is over okay we would love a statement from you and we urge you sir as the people who voted for you to do your job stop looking out for what's best for you and do your job again jeremy harrell from live from america and i would love for you to reach out to me google me bing me duck duck go you'll figure out how to get a hold of me have a great day sir and god bless Now, folks, the stuff that I'm doing right now is not going to be looked on well. There's going to be a lot of people and a lot of government agencies, probably the FBI who already came and visited me, who are not going to like me speaking out. However, I'm not doing anything illegal. Matter of fact, I'm doing everything that I'm obligated to do as a voter of this country. And that is hold mine and other elected officials accountable for what they do. And I urge you all to do the same thing. It is your God-given American constitutional right to do this in this wonderful constitutional republic that we live in. So, ladies and gentlemen, having said that, I need to take a quick break and regroup. So while we take this quick break to regroup, uh, I urge you to grab yourself some new coffee, get yourself a drink of water, whatever it is, and we will be right back with more Live from America right after this. And now, folks, because that is for, you know, Real America's Voice News benefit, I would like to show you some more about providing hope. So we've talked about Providing Hope before. It is a company that I'm working with right now to bring awareness to that is getting homeless vets off the street, getting homeless vets in temporary housing, getting them a job, and then setting them up with permanent housing with the goal of six months in mind. Okay. Now the gentleman who started this, who founded this, his name is Billy Arhart. 
I've had some great conversations with Billy, and i got to tell you, what he's doing is God's work. So I know we've been contributing to family farms with money that has been um, a percentage of the money that's coming in that you guys buy off the online store on JeremyHerald.com. Well, I just gave a 20% off to everybody for all items on the store so that we can hopefully raise more money um, because this month, at the end of this month, we're going to donate all the money to Providing Hope. I know we were going to do it to family farms for the rest of the year, but I think we need to add in the veterans too because the, the family farmers and the veterans, they're all, just as, they're all just as important, folks. So I'm going to take um, a 10% of everything on the online store for the month of July, and at the end of the month, we're going to donate it to Providing Hope. And uh, when his schedule can allow, when he's off the construction site, uh, he's going to come on, and we're going to have a great interview, hopefully next week with Billy. But make sure you check out ProvidingHopeVA.com. Again, that's ProvidingHopeVA.com. And welcome back to Live from America. We have a great family of people here. We have a great uh, God-fearing and God-loving family of patriots who, who watch this show every single day, who share this show every day, who get the message out there, who get the gospel out there. And you are in good hands right here on Live from America. we got a lot more to go through, so let's get right to it. Let's talk about the pretender and thief. I mean the sniffer and thief. I mean whatever you want to call them. Resident Corn Pop. Beijing Biden, whatever you want to call him, we have to highlight again another gaffe that he did. That's right, folks. The sniffer and thief strikes again. But this time, folks, 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 yesterday he went completely and absolutely MK Ultra blank when asked a question. Not only did he go blank, but it was followed up by a weird, creepy Joe kind of smile. Okay, so let's just uh, <laughs> let's bring this up for everybody to see. And again, folks. I don't like the fact that, the, that what they're doing to this man is basically elderly abuse. But at the same time, he's in the game. He's in the field. And that makes him fair game. So ladies and gentlemen, your sniffer and thief, Beijing Joe Biden. Again, with another MK Ultra blank stare moment, followed by a weird, creepy smile. Just weird. Here we go. We went for two reasons. One, to... Bring Osama bin Laden <laughs> to the gates of hell. Look at the smile. As I said at the time. Hold on. So, Let's go back there. Watch it. One for, and then he stops for like an hour, and then comes back and says, to bring Osama bin Laden to the gates of hell. And then he's got this weird, evil smile. Check this out again. We went for two reasons. One, to... Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> bring Osama bin Laden to the gates of hell. As I said at the time. Weirdo. The second reason was to eliminate Al-Qaeda's capacity to deal with more attacks in the United States from that territory. We accomplished both of those objectives. We went... Folks, folks, we went for two reasons. One, to... Oh, to bring Osama bin Laden to the gates of hell. Me and Master Swamp Rat did that together. <laughs> what is going on, folks? I mean, 
this has turned into the stupidest reality TV show I've ever seen in my entire life. And no, I'm not talking about Life from America. I'm talking about the resident of the United States of America who's embarrassing us on a global scale every minute of every hour that he sits in that White House illegally. <sighs> Wendy says Scranton, PA is renaming roads after this clown. What are they calling it? Beijing Boulevard? <laughs> Beijing Boulevard and Sniffer Street. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my Lanta. Ooh, corn pop corners. <laughs> Dementia Drive. I mean, I got this all day, folks. We can we can do this all day. Oh, let's go. Let's go ahead and cue the music for the first dumb 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 award of the day, folks. Oh, sorry. Sometimes I just crack myself up. All right. First dumb dumb award of the day. Let's do it. All right, the first dumb dumb award of the day is going to go to the Pennsylvania Secretary of State's office. Woo, man! Sorry, folks. I just had that was that was a laugh that was really needed. All right, <clears throat> we got to get serious. We gave a dumb dumb award today, okay? We got we got to get serious about this dumb dumb award. Um, I know I, <laughs> I know I saved this, so let me go to this because I need to read to you how bad of a panic mode. Um, that the Pennsylvania Secretary of State's office is in right now. It's not. It's it's really something to see, and it allows you. It lets you know that we are winning. Okay, it lets you know that we are winning. So the Pennsylvania Secretary of State's office is in full panic mode right now. They're doing everything in their power, which, by the way, isn't much. The Secretary of State's office would like to thank you. Would like to make you think that they have a lot of power, but they don't. Why? Because the power resides with the people ultimately resides with the state legislature, period. Always has, always will. The federal government isn't more power than a state, doesn't have more power than the state legislature. Remember that. We live in a constitutional republic, not a democracy like they would like you to believe, okay? So they're trying everything they can to stop this forensic audit before it happens. And if they can't stop it, then they're going to label it the same thing that they tried to label it in Arizona, which was a complete sham. Sham audit, sham audit, sham audit, right? But after reading this, no matter what side you are on, you can see how desperate they are for the world not to look at their receipts. Heck, you get stopped in Walmart sometimes. Can I see your receipt? Nope. Nope, that's racist and that's a sham. That's what I'm going to start doing when they start asking for my receipt. Because that's all a forensic audit is, folks. Folks, folks. Folks. Why, 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 why can't I just see your receipts? They don't want us to see the receipts. So let me read to you a statement put out by the Pennsylvania Department of of state on sham election reviews. I mean, this is this is incredible how desperate they are. Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. The Pennsylvania Department of State issued the following statement today, this was yesterday, about some state legislatures pursuing a sham review of the November 2020 general election results. The Department of State encourages counties to refuse to participate in any sham review of past elections that would require counties to violate the trust of their voters and ignore their statutory duty to protect the chain of custody of their ballots and voting equipment. Number one, everything they just said is exactly what they did wrong. Everything they just said that we were going to do, 
that the state legislature was going to do, they've already done. Again, watch what Democrats do. Do as I say, not as I do. They do it, they point the finger at you every single time. They're racist, they point the finger at you and say you're racist. They're bigots, they point the finger at you and say you're a bigot. They say they're for freedom of speech, they point the finger at you and say you're for censorship. They're for defunding the police, they end up pointing the finger at you and say you're for for defunding the police. This is how stupid they are. Okay, so let me move on. It says the department stands ready to assist counties in upholding their statutory duty to protect the security and integrity of their election machines and systems. Further, and watch how they end up lying to try to scare people. Further, we will direct the counties that if they turn over voting machines or scanners, they should be prepared to replace that brand new expensive equipment before any future elections. Number one, it's not the Secretary of State's obligation, duty, or responsibility, or right, or power to be able to tell a county how they conduct their elections. If you do this, you'll have to buy new equipment. No, we won't. We'll do paper ballots. How do you like that? <laughs> anyway, let's continue to read. This, they get crazy here, I tell you. When the secretary certifies voting systems, she certifies that they can be secured from outside intrusion. Such a forensic exercise, as that described by the senator, would nullify that insurance or assurance. Additionally, the federal government has designated voting equipment as protected infrastructure. Think about that, folks. Even though it's states that paid for them, even though each state has a right to conduct their elections the way they want to, According to the Constitution of the United States, the Biden administration has designated voting equipment as protected infrastructure, and as such, there should be no expectation that anyone without necessary security clearance would be afforded the kind of access requested here. So what they're saying is, you don't have a right to do an audit, you don't have a right to hire a forensic audit team, because only people with federal government security clearances are allowed to do that. Huh, kind of convenient, huh? Also completely wrong and illegal. Moving on. She says, we already have seen systems compromised in Fulton County and in the state of Arizona. No, you haven't. You're seeing people get to the bottom of what you did, and you're scared. In both cases, the politically motivated reviews turned up absolutely no evidence of any fraud or discrepancies. Wrong again, because they have not even shown the results of the audit yet. And we already know from people close to the audit that there's hundreds of thousands of ballots that are missing or that are, or that are double ballots, and, and, and that's the, that is what we got. And as far as Fulton County, we already know what happened there. We already know there's discrepancies there because a federal judge is allowing this to move forward because of fraudulent ballots that were supposedly mail-in ballots that didn't even have any creases on them. So you're wrong again, and you're lying to the public once again. Once again. I mean, they, they can just lie for days. It's incredible how they get away with this kind of stuff. Okay? Those partisan exercises did, however, prove to be very costly for local officials and taxpayers when election administrators were forced to lease or purchase replacement equipment. Pennsylvania counties, despite a convergence of difficult circumstances, ran a free, wrong, fair, lie, and accurate, false, election in 2020. The majority of Pennsylvania and America is satisfied with that truth. No, we're not, because over half the country thinks that Biden is not, an, is not a legitimate president and he's not running the country. And as well as half the country, over half the country wants forensic audits. So you're lying again. 
And yet they continue to be similar moves to conduct reviews in other states, led by a very small group of bad actors, wrong again, who are not trying to out, um, to allay election mistrust. They are feeding it for their own purpose, wrong again, and in the process of uh, impugning the integrity of the county and the local election officials we rely on to conduct elections, which hopefully will all be in jail soon, and leaving them f- to find millions to pay for new equipment, which would be needed if they comply. So basically they're saying if you comply with this, you're going to have to buy all new equipment, which they don't have to do anyway because the Secretary of State can't make them do anything. Period. We will oppose any attempt to disrupt our electoral process and undermine our elections at every step and with every legal avenue available. Let me ask you a question. Whose money are you using to fight that, Secretary of State? Whose money are you using? Since you're complaining about you know money and millions of dollars and people having to pay this and pay that, Whose money are you using to fight the will of the people? Could it be the people's money? It sure as heck isn't your money. You hypocritical, lying, godless scumbags. Every one of you will get justice that's coming to you. And not from me. No, 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 no. From God Almighty. And try to beat God. Because I'll I'll let you in on a little secret. And I know that the entire Life from America family audience knows this too. Let's say it together, folks. Are you ready? One two, three. You can't beat God. Look at Tony Fauci. He's constantly trying to beat God, but he can't do it either. Scumbags. And they get the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. Now, speaking of Dumb Dumb, let's move on. Vice President Kathleen Kamala has announced that $25 million from the DNC, you know, the same organization that paid to get an illegal FISA warrant and started the entire Russia investigation that was proved to be fraudulent, but yet getting no trouble. Hmm. Anyway, the DNC is giving $25 million, this is what Kathleen Kamala says, and it will be allocated to invest in a voting rights campaign in order to cheerlead for H.R. 1 and to stop election laws from happening, election integrity laws from happening. When are they going to get it, folks? When are they going to get it? They're not going to win here. They might be able to drag us through the mud. They might be able to win battles, but they will not win the war. But God bless them for trying. God bless them for being weak, weak individuals who lie constantly and have no love for the Constitution. But again, you can't beat God. You haven't beat Trump, and you will never beat the will of the American people. So go ahead. Spend all the millions of dollars you want, but it isn't going to matter in the end. It isn't going to matter in the end, cackling Kamala Harris. Woo! Somebody said you need to make a shirt with that. Well, oh, you can't beat God? That's a great idea. That is a great idea, folks. All right, at this time, again, we are going to just run to a quick commercial. But, you know, it's a good commercial because it's about Real America's Voice News. So we'll be right back after these messages. Hey, War Room Posse. Real America's voice and the war room's voice just got louder. Look, we're rolling out throughout the country because of this grassroots movement and support that you give us. The fight against the corporate interest, the extreme left, the woke media, the woke corporations, Wall Street is only going to get tougher and more meaningful. You now can see us on your local TV stations. Check out locally where you can get Real America's voice and the war room. Check it out. Real America's voice and the war room coming to a TV station near you. Lean into freedom and join Real America's Voice as we come to a broadcast station near you. 
Thank you to each new affiliate station across our great country for joining our powerful grassroots campaign. America has found its voice. Download the Real America's Voice app and join other Americans just like you across the country coming together for real change. Real America's Voice news, folks. They're going to grow big, and you know who you're going to see? I guarantee you in the next couple years, OAN, Right Side Broadcasting, and Real America's Voice news will be pulling numbers like Fox News does. Maybe not Tucker and, and Sean yet, but they will be pulling numbers from all of these other CNN, MSB, DNC, and all them. And I just applaud their efforts, and I love what the fact what they're doing. I love the fact what they're doing. Matter of fact, we're going to get Brian from RSBN as a guest on the show very, very soon. So I can't wait to do that because I'd love to pick his brain about his interview with President Trump. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we talked earlier about Christianity being under full attack worldwide. Well, it's getting bad, folks. It's getting worse than you even know. Because all across the world right now, our brothers and sisters in Christ are being jailed, murdered, brainwashed. Our children are being indoctrinated and churches and statues are being burned down and vandalized. And now, a leftist cult in Arkansas, shout out to my big big Ben, big friend Big Ben in Arkansas, who just moved to Arkansas and who's having a great time there. But a leftist cult in Arkansas draped a God-blessed abortions, God-bless-abortions sign over the 65-foot-tall statue of Christ in Eureka, Arkansas. So I don't know how many of you live in Arkansas or have seen this 65-foot statue of Christ in Eureka, but ladies and gentlemen, I do have a picture of it, which I will show right now. So let me get pull that up on the screen so everybody can see this. Here we go. For those of you watching on YouTube or digital TV, you won't see this right now, but we're working on getting that fixed. But there's the picture, folks. There's the picture. They draped a huge God bless abortions sign on the 65-foot statue of Christ. But worse than that, folks, and as you can see, you can screenshot there and show that on your social media so you can show what people are doing. we got to bring awareness to what people are doing. But worse than that, they loved it so much that they were able to get up on the 65-foot statue and put this God bless abortion sign up. And, of course, we saw that abortion book that we talked about yesterday, that now they are going to be selling T-shirts. The picture went viral. So now they're going to be putting this image on T-shirts and selling these T-shirts. The only thing that I can think of to do, folks, is to pray that that money somehow ends up in the hands of some godly people. You know what I mean? I can only pray that that money gets spent in places that will actually promote God. Because God can do amazing things. God can take bad things and turn them into great godly things. So Lord in heaven, please Lord, take this evil that is intended to, be get, to, to, to gain more evil. And take the money, the root of all evil that comes in from these t-shirt sales from this leftist cult group that wants desperately to destroy God's word. Lord, please take that money and have that money redirected to godly people who follow the word of Christ. And let that money up lift up the Christian community so much more than this leftist cult group is trying to push it down. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. Amen. Because God does do great things, folks, and he can do that too. So let's pray that that happens. But it's just another example, folks, of what is going on in this world. Imagine if you did any of this right now. Okay, let's, let's, let's flip the script for a minute. Okay? Imagine if you got together with some friends and you, as a group, a Christian cult, as they like to call us, took a bunch of pig's blood and went to a statue of Muhammad 
and threw a bunch of pig's blood all over it. What would happen to you if you were found? What would happen to you if the authorities knew that you threw pig's blood on a statue of Muhammad or any kind of statue or any mosque or anything that depicts Islam? I can tell you what would happen to you. You would be arrested, number one. You would be charged with a hate crime, number two. And you would go to prison, number three, and have to pay a restitution in order to get that fixed. That's what would happen, folks. That is exactly what would happen if you decided to do exactly what they did, but to Islam instead of Christianity. That would be called a hate crime. So why are these churches being burned down not called hate crimes? Why are these statues that are clearly, clearly hate crimes, putting up God bless abortions on a 65 foot tall statue of Christ, why is that not a hate crime? Why is it not a hate crime for Don Lemon, Chris Cuomo, and the rest of the know-nothing liberal crazies all over TV to bash Christianity day in and day out? Why is that not a hate crime? Because I guarantee you, if you did what I just said with the statue of Muhammad or anything representing Islam, you would be stuck in prison and you would be paying restitution and then you would be doxxed and your whole family would probably be murdered. I know that sounds crazy and I know that sounds far-fetched, but it's not, folks, not in 2021. So where's the church? Where's the church? When I talked earlier about churches need to get off the fence and start and start standing up for stuff, this is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. I've not seen a press conference from any pastors. I've not seen a press conference from any priests. I've not seen a press conference from any mega church. I've not seen a press conference from Joel Osteen. I've not seen a press conference from from Billy Graham, or or I've not seen a press conference from from anybody talking about this. Matter of fact, the only people that I see talking about this are people like myself, Greg Locke, and other strong-willed, godly patriots. Where is the church? They should be standing up against this kind of stuff, and they should be all over TV making making the loudest nuisance that they could possibly make about this so that cops do something about this and charge these people with hate crimes. But you want to know why it will never happen? Because the church today is afraid. They are afraid of so much. But it's okay. Because we've said it a thousand times. You cannot beat God. And in the end, God wins. Spoiler alert. Go to the end of the Bible. Guess who wins? Not these people. But you. You win. All I want to do is I want to see somebody in the church stand up for this kind of stuff during this war, during this fight. That's all I want to see. Jen Jen says, Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I that uplifts my soul, or uh, up, that uplifts my soul right now. And Rumble Dog says, Jeremy, do you remember Antifa and BLM putting pig's head on a stick with, a cops, uh, with cops on it and set it on fire? Portland government did nothing. I do remember that. I do remember that. I do. And uh, everybody, everybody seems to agree with me that the, the church needs to stand up and do something. It shouldn't just be the flock. Where are the shepherds? Shout out to, to uh, Pastor Spencer in Holland, Michigan at Lighthouse Baptist Church, by the way. He's a, he, he is a God-fearing, God-loving patriot who stands up for what he believes in. Katie says the line for the lake of fire is getting longer. I agree. All right, folks, let's go ahead and give the second dumb, dumb award of the day. And if you live in Virginia, you might just want to get on this. Here we go. In Virginia, um, I don't know if I'll say this right. Albemarle, Albemarle County. I hope I'm saying that right. Maybe it's Albemarle. 
But if you live in Virginia, please let me know the proper way to say that. Albemarle, Albemarle County Public Schools in Virginia have decided to step to stop the public comment section for their upcoming school board meetings as opposition grows to teaching critical race theory propaganda. That's who gets the Dumb Dumb Award of the day. The Albemarle County Public School System in Virginia. And if you live in that area, you might want to get a group of people together and go there and shut that public school meeting down, folks. Shut it down. And the worst part about this is they're elected by you. They are people who live in your neighborhood. They're not gods. So they don't have the right to censor you and le- and stop the public, uh, public speaking comment section of a school board meeting only because they're afraid that parents are going to come and put them in their place about critical race theory. Okay, They want to be able to indoctrinate, period, and they have the school's teachers' unions right, uh, breathing down their, their neck and making them do this. So now the school boards are going, yes, yes, we're sorry. We will stop the people from speaking. We will censor the people like Facebook. Yes, master, we will do that. Go to these school board meetings regardless. Do not wait for your time to publicly speak. It is your meeting, it is your town, it is your school that your tax dollars go to, and it is your children's future that is in those schools. Those school board members do not have the right to tell you that you can't speak, period. They don't have the right to censor you in real life. They might be able to censor you on these stupid social media platforms, but they do not have the right to censor you in real life. So go there and shut it down if you have to. And the fact that the police can even come in and side with the school board and arrest People who pay the school board to be there is asinine. I can't even believe this kind of stuff is going on. Okay, somebody said Albamari. Albemarle. Albemarle. Okay, Albemarle. What a hard thing to say. So there it is, folks. Just so you know, knowledge is power. And do not let these people silence you. Do not let them scare you. I will proudly go spend the night in jail for standing up for, for the children of my, uh, of my county. Period. Luckily, that stuff isn't going on in this neighborhood because you probably wouldn't see much of life from America because I'd probably be getting arrested every day. Why? Not because I'm breaking the law. No, 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 no. You'll never catch me breaking the law. You might be able to jail me illegally like you're jailing pastors, but I will gladly go to jail for standing up for my fellow Americans and the youth of this nation. Period. Crazy, crazy people. And now, folks, let's go ahead and give the Smarty Award of the day today because there's always some good things that happen, right? Here we go. Smarty Award. And you know what? We've given a lot of Smarty Awards to people who live in the great state of Texas. Everything is bigger in Texas, right? Well, ladies and gentlemen, everything is great in Texas. Not everything. And there's a lot of liberals in Texas, too. A lot of liberal cities. But the Texas Supreme Court, they get the Smarty Award today. And the reason that they get the Smarty Award today is because the Texas Supreme Court has ruled that Facebook can now be held liable. That means Facebook can be taken to court and sued. This has nothing to do with Section 230. Texas Supreme Court rules that Facebook can now be held liable for sex traffickers who use its platform. Well, thank God somebody has some common sense here. Thank God. Of course you shouldn't have sex traffickers who use your uh, platform. But again, folks, Mark Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey, who I call Osama Bin Wannabe, and the guy that runs Google... They'll have sex traffickers, terrorists, Hezbollah, Hamas, um, the, the, the Supreme Ayatollah in, in Iran. They'll let all them have accounts. But God forbid Jeremy Harrell have an account. Spre- pe- preaching the gospel. Oh, no, 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 no. 
Can't have that. Can't have people. Can't have Jeremy Harrell on there waking up people and 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 red pilling people. No, 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 no. Can't have that, folks. But yet you can have all these terrorists, beheadings, and all that, and sex traffickers and pedophiles. But big shout out to Texas Supreme Court for ruling that Facebook can be held liable, and there are eight active lawsuits right now in the state of Texas pertaining to sex traffickers being on the platform. But the same should go for convicted pedophiles, folks. Convicted pedophiles shouldn't allowed shouldn't be allowed to be on these platforms either, because now they have Kid Messenger and now they have Kid Instagram and all that. It's just a cesspool of sexual propaganda and a cesspool of sexual immorality on social platforms these days. And they love it. And they love it, but God forbid you be a God-fearing, red, white, and blue-loving American. No, 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 no. You are a terrorist. You are a reality denialist. But let, let pedophiles and sexual traffickers on there all day long. Folks, they can't beat God either. And I'll tell you what, who just said it? JP Mom says their days are numbered, and she could not be more correct. Their days are completely numbered, and I can't wait to sit there with the day it happens and just celebrate over the ashes that once were the largest social media platforms on this planet. Woo! Can't wait to say rotten pieces. Definitely not rest in peace. Cannot wait to say rotten pieces. Because by the time that President Donald J. Trump is done splintering them into little pieces, much like uh, JFK wanted to break up the, S- uh, the CIA into a bunch of pieces and, and, and spread it all over the place, President Trump is going to do that to what's even more powerful than the CIA, which is Facebook, Google, and Twitter. Don't believe me? Watch what happens. Watch what happens, folks. And remember, as far as that whole door-to-door Nazi, let-me-stick-you-in-your-arm program that the Biden regime has in place, remember what Ronald Reagan said. Remember what he said. He said, the worst words you can ever hear are, hey, hi, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Remember Ronald Reagan said that. Those are the worst words you can ever hear from government officials. Hi, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. (laughs) Yeah. Boom. Get off my lawn. Ladies and gentlemen, get off my lawn. I want to let you know that if you go to jeremyherald.com for the rest of this month, 20% off all store items. That means you can get you a, a Live from America t-shirt and let everybody know what your favorite show is. You could put on the full armor of God by getting some armor of God gear, or you can even get some pro Donald Trump merch, some pro MAGA merch right there. 20% off for everybody. If you put in the promo code LFA, you might have to click apply after you get it on there in order for it to work, but make sure it works. LFA and that same promo code is if you go on mypillow.com and you're getting any uh, presents. If you're gearing up for Christmas right now, there's a whole bunch of sales going on on mypillow.com. Put in the promo code LFA, (laughs) help support Live from America and this show. And ladies and gentlemen, I just want to thank you for giving me your uh, your time every single day. It is very, very, very much appreciated. Um, and and uh, I, I I couldn't I couldn't thank you more. I couldn't thank you more. Again, there will be no live from America tonight. So I will see you again Monday morning at 11 a.m. for more Live from America right from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire. Remember to watch Real America's Voice News all weekend long to get the real news and the real voice of America. God bless you. Remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. Okay? But there's only one Yahweh. That's what the Bible says. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. And keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you.